Welcome Player 2 to 5 Degrees Off Normal. I'm Jules Watts, and tonight we're going to be talking about video games. And before I get into the meat of tonight's podcast, I want to say a very special thank you and a shout out to Prism Shard, who is letting me use their awesome music for my intro. I'll put links to their Facebook page down in the show notes. But Jules, I know you already talked about video games. You did that in your second podcast, and you'd be right. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about a different type of video game, and ones that I really enjoy playing, especially in a, I guess, uh, slightly arrested mental state. The video games I'm going to be talking about are short. They don't take a whole week to finish. You can usually knock these off in a couple hours. But just because you can doesn't mean that it doesn't deliver an amazing experience. And for someone who has a hard time recalling memories, I can experience the entire thing of what the developers put together in one night. So I don't have to worry about forgetting everything. The experience is whole. It's not broken up over various nights. Although I did do that with Deus Ex Human Revolution and I regret nothing. So tonight I'm going to talk about the game I finished last night. It's called The Unfinished Swan. And oh my god, it blew my mind. I first saw this game on an episode of Extra Credits on the games you might not have tried. And when I picked up the PlayStation 4, it was one I really, really wanted to get. And I thought I knew what to expect from this game based on Extra Credits review. I had no idea how much delight I would find in this game. The game's tone reminds me of Shel Silverstein. And the game mechanics really, really enforce that kind of aesthetic. Imagine the world is invisible, white on white, and then you throw black ink on something and it splatters, and now you can make out shapes and benches and trees and animals that are jumping in and out of the water. I mean, that's how the game starts. And it only gets better as the world gets more definition. And you start to learn the story of the unfinished swan. And there's a tinge of melancholy to it. But I'll be honest, that was four hours of my life I will never regret spending on this game. And as a side note, Terry Gilliam is a voice actor in this game, so yeah, check it out. The other game I'm going to talk about tonight is called Hand of Fate. Now this isn't a short game, this is one of the games you could play ad nauseum. So here's the basic premise. You're an adventurer and you've just done something really epic to get to this final level. You don't know what it is and it doesn't matter. You travel down this long hallway and at the end of it, there's this old gentleman and he's called the dealer and he asks you to sit and play the game. It doesn't say what exactly the game is, but he invites you to sit and play the game. And now comes a real interesting part. This game is a deck building dungeon dive. Both you and the dealer contribute cards to generate this dungeon. And each floor of the dungeon is about seven to eight cards. So as you move your figurine from one card to the next, different events will flip. Such as raiding the Goblin King's treasure vaults, or the Lovers, or hunting the White Minotaur. And there's some really nasty cards in there like curses or magic portals that'll transport you to another level of the dungeon. And when you have enemy encounters, it actually becomes a third-person kind of over-the-shoulder beat-em-up. And it's actually kind of fun. But what makes this game so neat and so awesome is the character of the dealer. You'll get a blessing, and he might say, 
I made that a little too powerful. I will have to modify that in the future. He even has some really interesting idle chit-chat lines. One of my favorites is, As you plunder the secrets of your memories, you'll gain new cards. Some you'll wish you left untouched. And it's so sinister. Each and every time you sit down to play this game, it's a different story. It's a different dungeon. And the dealer makes an allusion to that, which makes it even more kind of like creepy. You kind of feel like you're at the edge of time playing against death. But there's no malice. It's just, it's just what has to happen. You need to revisit all of your experiences and make something out of it. And as an aside, the soundtrack is perfect too. So there you have it, Jules, video game recommendations that aren't going to cost you a lot of time, but it'll still give you a really rewarding experience. The good news is that finding a rewarding experience with video games doesn't always require a 40 to 50 hour time investment. You can actually get a pretty profound experience in just a few hours. Until next time, player two, have a good evening.